Welcome. <laughs> Coming to you from Avenue 83 here on White Ave. We got Grace and we got Lucy and we got good times being had. Right here in Edmonton. Welcome, What's you guys? Up, guys. I'm Grace. I'm Lucy. And welcome to Big Picture Podcast, the yeah. first episode. Uh, might sound a little bit like shit. <laughs> we had some <laughs> intense technical difficulties, so we are recording from the MacBook Air speakers. So, wondering what is Big Picture Podcast? What well, is it all about? What is it all about? Let's tell them, Grace. Let's tell them. <laughs> Let's tell them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, we're just a couple of artists from Edmonton, and... We kind of are also artists always looking for platforms. Yeah, exactly. So we kind of decided to make a platform for other artists and be the change we want to see in Edmonton. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking to, we actually have a couple super dope people lined up. Yeah. I'm give away the surprise yet. Ooh. We couple, got artists of yeah. many types. Artists, bands, cannabis educators. Oh, I'm excited um, for that one. All things Edmonton that yeah, are honestly. art scene uh, events, obviously, everything upcoming. So hopefully we'll be able to share a lot of products and local entrepreneurial yeah. companies around Edmonton too. And maybe you guys can add those things to your Christmas list. That's kind of what we yeah. were hoping for. Exactly. Supporting local, listening local, looking at art locally. And honestly, yeah. like Edmonton is just such a cool place. There's I so know. much culture here. I used to hate Edmonton. I was like, why do I live here? Like, oh my goodness, sucks. right? But like, kind of art is happening in Edmonton. Once you like kind of expand and like open your eyes, you're like, holy shit, there's so many talented artists and musicians Gosh, and right? just beautiful it's people. Beautiful culture. The people but, that come out of here. Yeah. It's amazing. There's so many names. People just get like, you know, focus on all the yeah. shitty things in Edmonton and don't really realize all the gets. So that's what we're here for. Yes. Um, we want to see more young people kind of up and coming. We want to see a lot of this new culture kind of growing itself in Edmonton. It's such a weird, cool, awesome place. It is. We just want to shine a spotlight on it. Yeah, Edmonton spotlight right now. Um, Give me all the bigger picture. <laughs> big picture. Yeah, it is called big picture because we're covering it all. Variety of, of topics. Yeah, we wanted to spot. keep it nice and broad. Yeah, exactly. Did you know that Edmonton actually also has like more festivals in the year than there are days in the year? Like Edmonton yeah. is one of the biggest festival locations in the whole world. That's so crazy. We tried and really introduce ourselves. I yeah. guess people don't know who we are. Well, I'll go first, I guess. Yeah. My name is Lucy Cook. I've been an artist for a really long time. I'm a practicing full-time artist now, which, like, still blows my mind. I can hardly even imagine the fact that, like, I don't really have any other job. I'm not really making an income other than painting and making art. And, like, I've never been so blessed in my life to be able to actually get paid to paint. So that's the direction I'm headed in right now. And glad enough that I can make it a full-time business. But uh, hoping to, you know, still get, you know, richer clients yeah, and exactly. make better products and, and work, work my way up. What's the inspiration behind your art? Why do you create? Oh, big time. It's because, like, this world is really hard to live in. <laughs> and I find art as, like, a creative healing way to kind of get through it and to digest the life in front of me. It turns everything ugly into something pretty, you know? And yeah. It's kind of like a philosophy of life that I live by. Being an artist really isn't a job. It's it's a lifestyle. No, exactly. <laughs> it is not a phase. It is a lifestyle. And when did you really 
get into creating art in your style and really putting that label on yourself saying that you're an artist and that's who you are oh my goodness that's actually so hard to do as an artist like especially from the beginning I had imposter mm-hmm. syndrome so hard I was like how dare I call myself yeah. an artist what a huge topic to kind of like get over but eventually you know you kind of start using it as a title more not more often you introduce yeah. yourself to people as an artist it's crazy it's such a thrill but after going through such a tough COVID period where nothing yeah. was going on, I think that's where I was capable of just like shutting my studio door and working full time and being able yeah. to like not have any other plans but be in my studio and to get like a daily routine going to save me from the boredom in a lot of ways yeah. too. Yeah, I think COVID gave me enough free time to actually start making a lot of stuff. And from there, I started selling a lot of stuff. And yeah, I have a studio practice that kind of came out of nowhere. It was like meant to be, I tell you. Exactly. <laughs> and now I have this nice little studio space that we're sitting in now. Exactly. I get to paint as much as I want in my own little freaking office area. <laughs> Big picture podcast. Here we are. I'm so excited <laughs> about this. Too. This is so fun. What was your first art show like? Like the first time you ever got to show your art and talk about it with people? One of the first ever art shows I've ever joined was actually through Gaia. And that was kind of a underground rave scene that um, I really enjoyed going to and decided to become part of after some of the artists there. So getting connected and stuff like, uh, especially with Ryan Weiser, he was there a lot. And I looked at a lot of his art and I thought, oh, the neon is so cool. I'm going to yeah. do some neon. <laughs> And a lot of other people, too, who really inspired me with neon, like Trissy Arts. He's showing off a lot of his body painting and stuff like that, too. That was really where I began, where I start for the most part. And then, of course, when COVID came by, um, none of those shows happened. Everything was canceled, and it was kind of a fresh restart on how things are kind of going. So I didn't really take part in those types of groups or those types of shows for the time being. But I I did that for months. Oh, my goodness. I did that for a while, so... Yeah, I'm really glad that, and I did Zenith, and I did the Bucket Art Show, and I've done, like, um, I've done a few art shows with, uh, like, a few other groups and stuff here Mm -hmm. and there, but none are technically solo, so that would be sick if I could get a solo event (laughs) or something. It's about time. I have enough art for it. Yeah, I do. Lucy's house is covered roof to baseboard with art and it's all Lucy's it's passing so um literally just walking in your house is like a solo art show honestly (laughs) ever since I moved out I realized I had the freedom to kind of decorate the house however I wanted and I didn't really have any space to keep any of the paintings anyway so it kind of just grew to the (laughs) The wall that it is today yeah. <laughs> I wish I had a bigger house with more wall space, but one day, yeah. you watch me, Grace, I'll be yeah. making enough money to buy a house. <laughs> and it's big studio. You know Make it. it. Guest room. I just keep manifesting all the right things, too. Manifestation is crazy. There's that one uh, that I saw on TikTok, you know, that ching, ching, ching is a money tree. That one? Every time a ching, Holy fuck, it works. Oh, yeah, we did. You were we getting money? about this. Yeah, I made my own, yeah. which is so yes. tight. I sing it every oh single day, and it Would inspired you like to, me. Um, perform to Yo, the people. This is, is Lucy's okay, this manifestation. Be so tight. I think people will really enjoy it, and like, yeah, it's some positive ass shit. So <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, well. I'll show them. I'm making money flow. 
and I have a business that's successful. I have lots of time to paint and nothing ever feels stressful. I walk in my studio and all I see is potential because my higher self and I, yeah, we're on the same tempo. I got rich clients and they're blessed on me. I got a pocket full of cash and yeah, they like what they see. I can paint anything I want and you know I'll make it good spreading all these vibrant colors. Want to buy it? Then you should. Now I'm blowing up on TikTok. I'm raking in that money. I'm preaching from the heart and acting real, real funny. I'm living my truths and discovering the riches. Authenticity is the baseline to be getting what you're wishing. I'm living freedom at its highest. And for that, I'm very grateful. I am loving living life, but doing shadow work is painful. I had to cut people loose because they didn't align with my vibe. Now I'm starting up these groups. Yeah, I'm calling it my tribe. I am supported by the love of my friends and family. I give them lots and lots of care and love them unconditionally. I have trust in the universe. Her patchwork so divine, working for my highest good. Yeah, she knows my exact design and for that I'm very happy. I have all that I need. A place to paint, good food to eat, and a steady rhythmic heartbeat. Yeah! Woo! And that was uh, Lucy's manifestation song play that over and over and memorize it and um it's hard out here being an artist <laughs> it's not easy so grace tell me a little bit more about yourself you are an artist self-proclaimed i am and yes. um what are you doing for school right now what's your education like um right now i'm going to estelle uh taking care school i Went to McEwen, but it didn't work out. Didn't so, work out. You were taking business, uh, that's right. Yeah, I don't know why I took business. I actually. feel the entrepreneurial just, spirit within you. Yeah, I really do, though. I am an entrepreneur. Uh huh. Yeah. And that can make out. sense for why you're going into hair school in a way, too, because a lot of hair school is almost entrepreneurial business, too, if you wanted to. Yeah, exactly. Originally, like, my plan was to open a cafe and have it, like, similar vibe to like what the aviary is that was like what i really wanted to do and then i was like i'm miserable in university like this sucks so dropped out and obviously working on art all the time gosh education could be hard to yeah. university changing your life up like that oh my goodness but I hair know. school is also such a big responsibility on your shoulders <laughs> good for you yeah, it sounds fun, like a lot of fun too. Sure. But yeah, yeah, and then so, anyways, on to the art aspect of it yeah. all. You're always doing art on the side of your whole life. That is so fantastic. Where does this um, drive to do art usually come from when you're creating? A lot of people can like agree, like artists and stuff. Like art comes in like waves. I feel like at least for me, it's not always constant but anyways I get these like waves. we need to normalize that too yeah, yeah I right. get these like waves of creativity and like I'm just like so excited and I have all these ideas and like all these things I want to do and then there's just like waves where I'm like not creating anything but I don't want to force it no then it's like I yeah. hate what I create and if I don't kind of just wait until I have something like powerful to say or I'm feeling a really like powerful hard emotion and like want to capture that oh I delicious guess. that's really truly the best way to paint yeah to have that little bit of emotion underneath it oh exactly um it's an authentic way to create it really is too and it's almost hard for people to do because they're shamed and shy and like there's a yeah. piece of you that's just not shy to show the mm -hmm. world that like hey we all experience pain you know 
Oh yeah, that's exactly. so beautiful. Being an artist is definitely like a very vulnerable path. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> isn't it? Oh. Yeah, been making art for a long time. Yeah, forever, hey. But um, I've been seeing you do a lot of these faces and stuff with all these bright colors and all these yeah. like vibrant lines and intricate like patterns and stuff like that. These look totally inspired by psychedelics. Are they at all? That's like the most commonly like right? asked question that I get. Like, what were you on when <laughs> yeah. you made this? Like, <laughs> whatever. But like most of the time, no. <laughs> and yeah, right. Like, when I'm like creating them, I'm not not intentionally trying to make them look like trippy. Like, you <laughs> know what I mean? So it's just odd, like <laughs> that's just like how it comes out. I guess like everything like that I paint is like a self-portrait of like one kind or another and so that's where the septum piercing comes from i love that she puts a little septum piercing on all of her little faces as a symbol of it being a self-portrait that's amazing and um yeah but anyways mostly they're not inspired by psychedelics but <laughs> they look like it some people find it they're like, emotional though so yeah that that's really why makes it's like sense I, in translation the way you paint it yeah and like i feel like even like emotions and like hard feeling topics and things that I'm painting are very like abstract things to even like think like, it makes I sense know, like how it. it's so difficult to like even imagine what like a painting of mania for example yeah what a painting of that but that wasn't looking psychedelic <laughs> like how that would even look like I just like that's just how I picture things and that's just how I picture emotions and oh yeah you know? like I've always said it's a filter your body and your eyes yeah. and the way you draw and paint and create it's a filter exactly. and it's so cool how everyone has their own little unique twist on things you can always tell somebody's style if you oh, ever yeah. did any painting I could totally be like oh that is so great you know there's something weird about our intrinsic nature to create <laughs> something a piece weird of our about soul. it <laughs> it's so odd and so do you have any new adventures that you're doing with your art I'm trying to like. I'm trying to learn more because I'm self-taught uh -huh. and I like what I create and I like what I do. I'm interested to see what it would look like when I actually had more knowledge how things work. Even with, you know, a point of light and where the shadows should be. I don't know fuck about that. <laughs> but like, I feel like it really like, looks cool. And like, that's uh, like going to that nude portrait drawing class has been super cool because I'm just trying to like push myself with what I'm creating and I don't know it would be super cool to do like, landscapes or like people's full bodies that like <laughs> were somewhat proportionate before I used to just draw everybody with this really long twisty thin neck and then there was like that was it it was like a head and like that. a stem yeah and then it was making a collab with Josh and he was like why do you do that? <laughs> Maybe it's almost something unconscious that you don't even yeah. realize. Because I will go back into my sketchbook all the time and realize all these unconscious messages that I was almost like yeah. portraying in imagery that I would have never been able to like write in a diary, for example, or anything like that. And going back to it afterwards, I have so much thought about it. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I can process whatever's going on in life through the painting then through looking at the painting then through experiencing the painting yeah. on my wall it's all a part of the life process of and that's what I everything like, going on love about making emotional art look at my progress awesome. everyone you and know like also i'll make something and it means one thing to me and oh, then you'll look at it goodness. and it means something else to you but you're like feeling something i want everybody to like feel something when they're looking at my art 
to the next person will mean something else. Like it's never going to mean the same thing. Or even looking back, some paintings that I made when I was like super, super depressed, I'll like look at them and I just feel gross. <laughs> like I want to throw them out. Like, you know, that like heavy yes. gross. And I'm like, Oh, I painted in my worst of times. And yeah. like looking back at some of those. Yeah. I did a portrait once that was like a pretty big portrait while I was in high school and I painted it in the corner all dark and dingy and I was all upset yeah. while I was doing it. And then a little girl, she had come into my mom's house and she saw this painting that was like stuffed up in the corner of one of the old bedrooms or something. Mm -hmm. And she walked into the door and she went, oh, I don't like that zombie painting. <laughs> oh, she was scared of it. Oh it really, God. like truly was a painting that was full of this pain. And I didn't even try to make a painful portrait. Yeah. I just made a portrait, you know? And yeah. to have a little girl literally be scared of it. It's so crazy, isn't it? Yeah. And then... I've kind of, like, changed my, well, I'm still painting, obviously, but, like, changing that and kind of, like, what's the word? I'm, like, taking that creative energy and, like, push and stuff for events. Yo, and it is a creational process. It's, like, your baby when you make those. Oh, yeah, and especially like, making something, like, that you want to be powerful, you want to have impact on people. And as yeah, an artist, exactly. if you don't want to impact people, I don't think you're doing it right. Then what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Yeah. I don't know. And like also make other people feel heard through that. Oh, yo, yes. Yeah, when you mm -hmm. have the capability to make an event and to put it on. Not everyone actually has like the confidence that you have and stuff. Also, like, I used to be so scared of like the art scene for so long. And it was just, it's like, it's so scary when you don't, Especially when you're young and you're an artist, but you don't even know if you call yourself an artist. Like, what does that even mean? I remember going to the Zion, Zion, the Zion yeah. open mic nights. And like, I remember going for my first time and I like didn't talk to anyone. I was so scared. <laughs> I was like shaking. It was at the Moth Cafe. And it was like, I think it was the first one. Really? That I went to. Like the first one ever, I believe. And it was at the Moth Cafe. That place is so beautiful, too. Can I just say I know. Cool? I love it there. Fine. Anyways, I was, like, shaking so bad. I didn't talk to anyone. I didn't even say hi to, like, fucking literally anyone. And then after, like, the only person that talked, because I just, like, literally got off the stage and I, like, sat there <laughs> and, like, grabbed my iced cashew chai. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it was so good. But anyways, the only person that talked to me after was, please be nice. Yeah. Iris, lovely lady. Oh, I love. And I know, and she's the only person that talked to me after, and she was like, that was She actually cool. really like, knows how to make people feel comfortable. I know. Like, what a awesome vibe. Yeah, Iris was like my first real like introduction, I guess, into <laughs> the Edmonton art scene, because I was so scared, and she was like, Wow, what a big person. time intro. And she was Someone as eccentric? At, Holy. I know, and she was there at the Xena show, too. She performed. Yeah. Yeah. Super good performance, as always. Like, yeah. The energy is tight. That was crazy. <laughs> always really high energy. Yeah. <laughs> Everything was so crazy like at that videos show. Videos from that. Oh, like, I can't believe that happened. It was the, happening. I know. There was well, so much. Like, I know so many people, thanks, <laughs> who've graduated from university and stuff like that, especially here at the U of A, and they go right to Vancouver, right to Toronto, no, and right to the big cities and stuff where, of course, there's way more jobs, way more competition, but, like, what's yeah. left here in Edmonton now, in a way, you know? And Hannah's moving to Montreal, too. 
talented, and now she she's not in the Edmonton scene. No, she's here till the summer. She's moving in the summer. So. Mm. Let's talk more about your art. I once heard this one artist say, you should follow your string, and some strings are short, and some strings are long. Whatever you're interested to, follow that string until you're not interested anymore. You've been following some strings in your career, too. Hey, I mean, I have. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I'm music management. I just started, which is awesome. No All kidding. All points. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. We'll so be getting them on fun. for an interview, too. Yeah, I think uh, next week. Woohoo! Well, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be fun. I think all three of them are coming. <laughs> we gotta make some room. <laughs> um, let's talk about where Big Picture Podcast came from. Where was the birth of this idea? The night was young. <laughs> <laughs> the night was not Possibilities young. Possibilities were endless. <laughs> it was like 2.30 in the morning. Yo, we went to this drawing event together, and when we came back afterwards, we had a drink or two, and... A chat or two, and boy, did we get riled! Oh we had God. so much to say. Yeah. We had so many like topics that we had in common that we wanted to speak about. That honestly, all of a sudden, out of the blue, we were both like, "Let's create a podcast." Mm-hmm. And I just happened yeah. to have all the materials. I had yeah. all the recording devices. I was like, "I've actually been prepared for this for a while." I've been prepared for this fucking moment for my entire <laughs> life. Yeah. We are actually making it. Yeah. Let's go. I'm so proud of Another us. string. Oh my god. And if you're listening to this podcast right now, thanks, thanks for you. listening. If, if you're listening to it when you're driving to work, driving home from school, going to bed, maybe getting ready in the morning, maybe just for fun. <laughs> thanks. Thank you, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Much appreciated. Time for the music. Time for the music. Time to talk about music. (laughs) (laughs) What are you listening to right now? Oh my goodness, that caught a vibe song is like literally stuck in my head all the time. You know that song? Begging, begging you. That one has been stuck in my head, and that's begging. I don't know if it's by Maniskin. Oh god, oh god, yeah. that song's so good. And there's also this other song that I've been listening on repeat because it's got some good vibes to it. The words in it are very high vibrational. It's called "Purge the Poison" by Marina, and it's a really cool song about 2020 witches and like taking over the world and Love it. healing ourselves. <laughs> and I don't know, yeah, very high vibrational stuff. So I've been really tuning into some of that, and she's a really cool artist too. So I'm glad I found her. That's awesome. Anyways, any cool music you're listening to lately? I've been listening to the new Lana Del Rey album. Oh, repeat vibes. I can't stop. I just always put it on. But that, and then locally, I've been listening to Gratuitous Platypus. <laughs> Have you heard of them? Oh my hey, goodness! I feel like I kind of ring actually a bell because dope it's such fuck. a weird name. I might have said that wrong, but in the like. Uh, description description i don't know i'll write it somewhere so you can find it um anyways they'll be playing at the aviary for my three band show no way and they're dope as shit like you should listen it's alternative indie rock i don't know it's maybe wavy a little it's like, like a little beefy vibes i don't know i don't know I don't, it's you'll have to listen mm. who are you listening to locally 
been listening to a lot of Gabe Pins. He's a friend of mine who has like some really cool vocals and the way he sings. He's very like mellow and he does some raps and stuff like that. He's got a really cool vibe. Some so definitely mellow check out Gabe Hins. H I N Z, by the way. And my friend Chippy. He's my friend Harris. <laughs> he just like literally comes and chills and will like serenade us the mm. whole night. He's such an angel. And anyways, his name is like Chippy that. online, and his art is also very, like... Indie rock. Almost a country, <laughs> but yeah, indie rock, more indie. So okay. down to earth. His music's really good, too. Well, uh, Lucy, on Wednesday... What, 17th is next Wednesday? Yeah. On That's the, when my uh, show is! The 17th, <laughs> Lucy is a little... I got a little shindig going down on the 17th. I'm so excited. Yeah. A little cafe that does cute little pies and sandwiches. It's called Fife and Deckel. They're yeah. a cute little bakery that's showing my art up on their top floor. And so I'm going to have a little bit of an opening on the 17th. Some sandwiches and some Go wine. check it out. Check it out. I'll be selling all my art. Also, selling some prints, too. Yeah. Prints are the way to go. Also, for artists in Edmonton, Mark... Mark from the Aviary. Oh yeah, I remember his last name. He's I he just makes followed some him. Super cool stuff like Edmonton, like I love it when people do cityscapes. Of, but it's like so cool and different. I bought a print. It was super dope, and I think he still has a bunch for sale up at the Aviary. If you're interested, sketchbooks and all the sketchbook oh, drawings. Exactly. Were- I love looking at people's sketchbooks. Oh my goodness. Yeah. One of the best sketchbooks I've ever witnessed and experienced was actually um, Curtis Pollard. He had one of the best sketchbooks in high school. He didn't really do too much sketchbook drawing except for in high school. In his art class, he went ham on that sketchbook. Whereas everyone else kind of just does it last minute and they do it as homework and stuff like that. His pages were thick and they were full. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Oh my Love thick sketchbooks. Oh, yeah. Yum. <laughs> um, so it's getting dark at like 4.30 these days. Why the heck is it so getting dark like so early? Time. What are you, what are you doing to help out and prevent the seasonal saddies? They do come around. Honestly, my number one <laughs> They've thing. They've been coming around. They've been coming. And they yeah. don't go too easily. Yeah. Well, number one thing is I take her easy on myself. I keep a little checksy poo on how negative I'm being to myself. Oh, that's <laughs> and so, like, just as a little thing, um, I make sure that I say my mantras and that I repeat things that I always repeat as, as words um, of affirmation and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And, you know, the bad thoughts still come, but this is a way of almost trying to reprogram yourself. And who knows, yeah. you know, in a month's time, that could be like my main thought is, you know, things that I've been mantraing, things that I'm oh, saying 100%. and thinking on purpose, which would be great because that'd mean total and utter control over my mental brain. But not always yeah. total control, that's for sure. Another big thing that I do to help with any sort of anxiety and sadness in the wintertime, just general sadness too, mm-hmm. is I do this thing called Huga. And if you've ever heard of Huga, it's actually this tradition that, um, I can't remember where it comes from in the world actually, but it's a tradition of cozying up your environment and like basically affecting your outside environment so that it can affect your inside environment. So it includes things like lighting a fire, baking cookies, lighting candles, right. incenses, 
fluffy blankets, reading a book, kind of fun. Yeah, the Pinterest, yeah. make yourself warm and cozy. Yeah. And it's true that the more you give to your outside environment, the more oh, you yeah. get in return. And if we just remember this every once in a while, to treat ourselves, because we deserve it. To light yeah. a freaking candle. To bake yourself some pretty light cookies. Light that candle. And, like, especially, like, Christmas time, I hang on to it. I hang oh, on yeah. to decorating the tree and hanging out with the family and making special drinks and yeah. stuff like that because it's like such a cold lonely time that if I didn't have these little things to be excited for then you know I wouldn't get the proper hormones in my head that I need because the sun's not giving it to me yeah no, <laughs> and exactly. vitamins yo and vitamins. vitamins are great take your vitamins take your vitamins drink your water drink your water big yeah. time drink your water we forget how beautiful yeah. of a thing water is oh I know have you heard of like the water manifestation um, yeah, technique? No. There's this really cool, they say it's actually like quantum jumping. It's a quantum jumping technique that is so simple and so cool. Oh, I want to share it with you, Toda. Okay, do it. So all you do is you take two glasses of water and you fill one of the glasses with water and that's your present state. You take a little post-it note and you write on it with feeling and with intent what your current life is like in a way and you write it down yeah. in some way. Sometimes people specify it into a job or um, a house that they live in. So you put that in the cup and you hold the cup and you feel your current life. Well, as you're pouring the cup into the other cup, you're going to consciously think of how the water sounds, how the water feels, and what you want your new life to be. In the next cup, you want to write it down on a sticky note, put it on the cup, hold that new cup with a new intention, oh. changing it, and actually, like they say, changing its molecular structure. And then once you're confident enough in that manifestation into the water, you drink the new cup. Yeah. So it's basically just using two cups to drink one cup of water. But yeah. <laughs> Through That's the manifestation cool. technique, they say that this is how you quantum jump. And it actually yeah. makes quite a bit of sense when you think of the power of the water molecule and how it can change yeah. just on human intent. Well, literally everything in life is just made up from your mind. Yo. At the end of the day, right? Like, if you believe right? something to be true, it's true. Like, in science, things appear when you search for them. That's what they say, you know? Like, even a molecule will react differently when you're looking at it versus when you're not looking at it. Yeah. That, to me, is connected. No, it's like you wake up in the morning, you spill your coffee everywhere, and then your laundry, you didn't do your laundry, and then your car won't start, or whatever. Why is it always that but one then, thing after no, another? but then it's because you're looking. Like, it's your perspective. Because then it's like, even like, let's say, whatever, I had a really shitty perspective all day, and then we come, and then the mic isn't working. And then I'm like, fuck. And then the mic didn't work. It. It's just, it's, oh. like, it's like everybody, even for yourself, you just want to look for and find new things to add on to your list of like why your life is so shitty. To win the contest of like, Who's my life is so shitty. Why? Yo, that's a part of the you healing know? in a way though too. We yeah. all have so much healing to go through in our shitty ass lives. Because we all, you know have all this pain and struggle to go through that we're almost like not being heard and reacting like we're not being listened to a lot of the mm -hmm. time and that's where a lot of that struggle comes from is like 
I'm hurting more than you just because, like, they're feeling yeah. like they're not being heard. Like, they're not no, exactly. paying attention to their own pain. And you know who's going to take care of them? Themselves, actually. And that's why we need to do things like meditation and yeah. mindfulness because, like, it gets away from us so quickly. And we need to train it like a dog. Like, yeah. our brains are not trained. Not in this day and age. No. Not with the way cell phones and reels and... Oh, yeah. Yeah, needing like, to meditate more. Yeah. Or just sure. any sort of meditation. It doesn't even have to be quiet sitting yeah. and, like, stopping your thoughts. I personally exercise. meditate while I paint. Like, yeah. that's totally capable, yeah, too. Exactly. If you're a musician, that's a huge thing, too. Yeah. Being in that flow. Oh, there's nothing better. Um, so that concludes the first episode of Big Picture Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. It means yeah, everything to thank us. Thank you for tuning in. Um, if you liked it, let us know. If you didn't like it, don't let us know. Do don't let us know. But, <laughs> um, yeah, see you next Friday. We will be chatting with Hollow Point. So maybe get your pre Hollow Point listening in. Yeah, I'm so excited for that. Go check them yeah. out on Spotify. Thing. Instagram is hollowpoint780. Uh, check them out. Thanks for tuning in. Peace and love. Mwah.